This is Pursuing Wholeness. get started but you know we we always have these same antics or whatever so i know my wife will take a while to get started anyway hopefully you guys are doing well today hopefully you're getting out there in the sun and all that kind of good stuff get in the zone get in the zone but yeah anyway it's after 10 and so i had to kind of like do that to wake me up y'all y'all want to hear me all sleepy and stuff do y'all y'all want to hear me you know, so I had to kind of, yeah, you know, amp myself up a little bit. But we good now. We good now. How y'all doing on this mysterious day? We don't know when you're listening, but we <clears> hope <throat> that whatever day you're listening, that you're doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly with the topic that we want to talk about today, um, if you're not doing well, it's kind of up to you to change that situation. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't say that in like to make it sound easy or whatever. But um, what we're talking about, I guess, just to jump straight into it. Excuse me. It's peace. Mm-hmm. It's peace. I um, At church today, we had a women's ministry meeting, and the topic was peace. Um, I guess just for the first few months of the year, the goal is to do one of the fruit of the spirit every month. And so this month's thing was peace. And one of the ministers there um she she spoke on the topic of peace and how peace is is something that we have to take on for ourselves it's not something that's just gonna happen we can't just sit around and wait for peace to come it's something that we have to decide that we're going to walk in it that we are going to embrace it Mm -hmm. and um it was really just good for me um because i had been you know been dealing with some things recently that have shaken my peace and um you know just kind of felt like what am I gonna do you know I I just don't like this feeling I don't like to be in this place and um just coming to the realization that even though things may not be favorable in some ways the way that I respond is up to me Mm -hmm. it's not something that um I can like expect to just happen on its own and I think that we we forget that like we think that a better day is coming mm-hmm. or we think that um one day I'll feel better or one day I won't be so afraid or I won't be so nervous and that's not going to happen on its own it's something that we have to decide is going to be how we operate mm-hmm. that's what we talked about today our women's ministry meeting and um and it just really spoke to me it really spoke to me um because the 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 woman who ministered it's like she just had this sureness about herself and um and it's just like her like I asked a question at some point about how um how do we stay in peace how do we maintain peace 
when we look around us and we see people dealing with all kinds of things. And sometimes I know I struggle with this feeling that, and I, I believe is is the enemy telling me that, oh, you think you immune? Oh, your day is coming. It's like, it's always this kind of like fear that, Jeez. you know, that like one day my peace is going to be shaken. And, um, and what she was saying was that, you know, we, we have to kind of like put blinders on and just go through life and live it. Like she was saying, if you don't do that, then you'll end up stuck because you're afraid to make a move. You're afraid that anything you do is going to have you end up mm-hmm. in a bad place. So you don't move. And she was saying that you become stagnant and you don't live your life completely. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, so that, that really spoke to me. So. Our topic for today is peace and just um, what it means and how do we, how do we, why is it important how we hold on to it? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially in these times that we're in, there's a lot going on. You can, Mm -hmm. you know, name anything. It's all kinds of stuff going on. And so it's real easy to to like lose your peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like something. Added on, you know, if not every week or if not every day, then at least every week is some sort of new development or some sort <laughs> of something else. It's like, darn, you know, it's kind of you more so expect, OK, like what what's what's happening now, you know. But, yeah, I mean, th- this is a good topic because, <clears throat> you know, there's so much talk about um well, there's a different kind of awareness about mental health and all that kind of stuff these days anyway. And there's a lot of talk about depression and anxiety and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, um, so I think this is a really good topic. I know that what it brings to my mind is um, how something that I deal with from time to time. And if I'm even honest, it's something that I've kind of dealt with, you know, for, for many years, off and on for many years, kind of starting when I was like um, somewhat start when I was like, in my, you know, like early teens, it's like sometimes I have like random, just outlandish thoughts, you know, it could be about something bad happening or, or just random stuff that's like negative or just really kind of like not the kind of stuff I want to think about. And like when that stuff would pop in my mind, well, here, let me, let me start. So when I was a kid, I kind of, kind of had these thought these kind of I guess what you would call I kind of self-diagnosed myself with OCD all the way back then and um you know where you can't you keep on like for example you lock the door and then you kind of get nervous that you didn't really lock it and so you check it and then you go away and you're like hold on now did I really turn it the right way when I checked <laughs> it so then you go check it again and then you leave and you're like are you sure that you did you really don't know if you did or not because you think that's the right way, but that actually was the wrong way that you turned it, you know? And so over and over again, so, you know, um, I started having thoughts like that. And then it was even thoughts like, uh, like, you know, like we used to use those Scantrons in school, (coughs) Scantron tests. (laughs) And like, I never really had any sort of issue with tests and stuff like that in regards to like marking the wrong stuff, you know, but I heard about the kids in my class who, um, (laughs) Man, you know, you mark one, you kind of like, 
you thought you were on number three, but you were on number four. Mm-hmm. And then you got <laughs> everything, the last the last 17 questions wrong because you didn't mark them right. And so at some point, for some reason, I just started thinking about that. And um, I started to get really, really anxious about that kind of stuff because, you know, you like literally checking over and over and over and over and over again because you can never be sure (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's kind of funny talking about it but it was real stuff man and it's like you know and like um even from time to time i still have those kind of thoughts but it'd be about the most random stuff um but it doesn't it doesn't i won't say it really happens it's kind of off and on but the reason why i bring that up is because that's definitely something that kind of had me in a state of like lacking peace you know sometimes it'll be even be about other stuff not necessarily about did i check this did i check this but um, like i had thoughts like that about my you know my salvation my standing with god and like i would always be asking god begging god save me please lord i want to be saved lord you know <laughs> you know and again it's kind of funny now but um but i was like really tripping man i was really tripping mm-hmm. but like <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's funny, but it's like at some point I can't remember if it was something I. It probably was at least contributed to by something I read, but kind of had no, no, no. So when I, when I was dealing with that salvation, so I was like, now look, look, Sean, you know, and I was a young guy thinking of this stuff. I was like, if you not, if you don't really believe in your heart, because I was like, what does it really mean to believe in your heart? <laughs> I was like, if you don't believe in your heart, then what is that? What does that mean? What is heart belief? <laughs> you know? And so I just had to be like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, if I'm not, you know, you just saying? <laughs> I'm just not. And I, but you know, it's some sort of impossible thing to attain, but mm-hmm. I was like, it can't be like that. So I just had to chill. And so then what happened was I would have some of those same feelings, but then I wouldn't do whatever it was that I was doing before. Mm-hmm. You know, and like that stuff started to lose its power. Mm-hmm. So what I found over time is a lot of times, just like what you're kind of alluding to, for me to get my peace back, I have to like resist the urge to just kind of like, oh, no, oh, no. And kind of try to, quote, fix it myself or right, do right. some sort of compulsive kind of something. And you'll still have those feelings. But when you just kind of like let it just kind of be and just kind of understand that it's only a feeling then gradually it's like sean you don't hear me you don't hear me talking to you you need to be scared of this man and then finally it's like come on sean and the voice is getting further and further back and finally it's like man whatever man forget it Mm. you know and it loses its power yeah they talked she talked about that today and how um how she said that um we have to trust God, like really put our trust in God and, and resist that urge to try to fix things ourselves. Like we have to know that if something goes wrong, God really will work it out mm-hmm. and and not feel like, okay, well, I got to do all this stuff. And she talked about, um, you know, David and Bathsheba where um, David, he, he wanted to be with this lady. And so he slept with her and then ended up, um, she was pregnant and, um, and then he, you know, tried to get her husband to go with her, but he, her husband's just so faithful to the, to the king and to his fellow soldiers, he wouldn't go home. And uh, so they, David had to, you know, kill him. 
He, right, well, he, he, felt he yeah, I was saying, he didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. That's the contrary to my whole point. But he felt like he had to kill him, and I, you know, I just think about that story. Um, David's the king. He's the king. Like, if he in, if it turned out that he was um found to have gotten some woman and been with her, like he was the king. What are they gonna do with the king? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, I know it would be embarrassing, and it would be like all the other things. But he was the king. But um, I feel like you know, with that, it's like he he tried to fix it himself, but it ended up backfiring in many ways. But like, if he was really like this man after God's own heart, and he trusted God, then God would work it out. He might have to suffer some consequences, but. It's like we we have to learn how to get to a place where even when we mess up, that we trust that God's gonna work it out. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not like to get us off easy, but that He work it out. I mean, there's been times in my own life where I've made mistakes. It's, it's usually something with some legal something, something with a case or whatever. You you make a mistake, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like this is the worst. And you know, you've seen those times where I make a mistake or something. I missed something that I should have caught and I'm like agonizing <laughs> for days and weeks. Yeah. And then one day you see me bouncing along peaceful cause it worked out <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know, it, it'll be something where, you know, somebody might be upset with me for a while, but all in all, when you look at the big picture, the clients are happy, the case is resolved and whatever. It's like we we we're not supposed to be perfect, mm-hmm. so we're gonna make mistakes, but we gotta trust God. But that's not even like the point that I'm trying to make. I guess the point that um that really stood out to me that I wanted to reiterate here is the fact that we um peace means that you are giving something over to God, and you're like trusting that He really is going to like take care of you mm-hmm. trusting it like not not allowing yourself to have those thoughts like what if i mean because there have been times where and i mean and i'm not saying like i'm delivered because this probably happened a few days ago where i'm like agonizing in fear over what's gonna happen mm-hmm. it is agonizing paralyzed you know almost depressed mm-hmm. and it's like when you trust god you really give it to him and you say, I'm believing it's going to work out and like letting it be. And that is so hard for us. It's so hard to be like, I'm trusting it's going to work out. And then boom, just let leave it, leave it there. You don't even think about the what ifs. You don't think about, well, I don't know how you just, it's going to work out. God's God is going to take care of it. He's going to keep me. Mm-hmm. And, um, like they were saying today, very seldom does the worst thing you had in mind really happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's very true. And so it ends up that you kind of wasted a whole lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Made you yourself know, sick. You know, probably lost hair and lost, you know, whatever. You know, we probably lost valuable sleep and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, you really do have to like pursue peace slash make room for peace mm. or whatever. You what do you mean by make room for peace? I guess it's, um, you know, like you have to like 
I guess just like what I think about whenever, you know, you have those thoughts that bombard you and really make you feel those strong feelings of fear or anxiety or whatever it is. And so like you, you literally like you either, you have the choice to either really pay attention to the thoughts and the feelings or you can can kind of like let them just kind of let them let them be let them kind of whatever and don't pay attention to them so that the peace can kind of come in mm-hmm. or whatever because eventually it'll come mm-hmm. or whatever you know it's like so i guess i guess yeah pete i don't know i used to kind of think that um you know because of course we we know the scripture you know don't be worried about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication make, make your request known, known to, to god. god and the peace of god which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus so like i don't know so like literally like i guess what that that's saying is that you know essentially don't 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 you know when you had those thoughts about the negative things and all this kind of stuff it's like don't don't worry about it all worry is essentially kind of like take i guess people call it like you know the inverse of, of faith or like negative negative faith you know where you believe really really strongly in some sort of negative outcome mm-hmm. are you are you trying to fix a negative outcome but it's like literally leave it alone it's going it's going to be there but I used to kind of think that one, I used to think that really for you to have peace, that stuff is just like gone. You don't have the thoughts at all. Like the thoughts right. are present, mm-hmm. but it's more so it's still like it's it, you, you have to play a part. It's like you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision to like not take on those thoughts or like to not give those thoughts any like um attention you know it's kind of like when we were um i was homeschooling our older child and we learned the because i was trying to (laughs) i was trying to help her to understand you know what i meant like to listen because you know i kind of kept on here and there she listens pretty good for the most part but she kind of gets distracted pretty easily sometimes and so we're talking about the difference between listening and hearing so to listen means to give your attention to a sound. To hear means to perceive a sound with the ear. So you see, hearing is very passive. It's like it just happens. But like listening is something that you actively do. You pay attention to a sound. So like literally, I guess what we you know is like we have these kind of fearful, worrying, anxious thoughts. And like you literally had to get, I guess, to a place based on my own experience where you yeah, you hear it, but you don't give any attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just kind of like let it be. You 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 focus your attention somewhere else or whatever, you know, and just let it pass by because eventually it'll pass, you know, and you better fully embrace, you know, peace and you better focus, you know, fully on whatever it is that's more important, you know. Right. And and one thing the minister said today is how um, when when we have a negative, when the enemy presents us with a negative, we have to um, counter it with the positive. Mm. And she talked about how a battery has both the negative and the positive in order to work. 
it can't work with just the, you know, well, basically she was saying it can't work with just negative stuff. You have to counter it with the positive. And it kind of, like my brain just started kind of thinking about that and, and wondering about it. And I was like, you know what? I mean, like she said, negative going to always be there. You got the enemy's always going to like be bringing negative things. This is going to be a constant thing. But she was saying we have to like consciously bring up a positive. So when the enemy says something like you ain't smart enough and you, you'll never do the things that you say that you want to do, then you counter it with, you know. I is smart. I is kind. <laughs> I is important. important. <laughs> you counter it with the truth, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's that or biblical truth um, or even like what God has told you. And it's I think about that with um like, you know, some people know that I have a workshop coming up tomorrow. Um, Put a plug in. <laughs> you know, by the time this is played, the workshop oh, yeah. will have successfully been done. And, um, you know, I had lots of clients and all those good things. But anyway, um, lots of clients that I can manage. Right. But um, I have the workshop and I have this vision for all these different things I want to do. And I keep having this thought like that nobody's ever done that. You're like, why are you even trying to do that? That's not going to work. Like I just keep having that thought. And it's like, of course, like, of course it's going to work. Like I, I had this vision for a while, but it's like I just keep having this thought. The closer I get to it, and then I thought, well, maybe I'll change it. Maybe I'll do this. And it's like, it's not going to work. Like just stop. But that's the negative, and that's not that's not the truth. I I have seen this thing work, and I've been excited to try it, even if I don't know the outcome. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to try this thing. Try it. I have to right, try it. Right, right, right. You really you know, do. And just see it through instead of, like, allowing the negativities to even stop it from starting. Like, what's the hurt? And me trying it, and if it doesn't accomplish what I want it to accomplish, it's okay. It's okay. I don't I'm not responsible for every outcome. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I have to teach myself like I won't say teach myself but get settled in. I'm not responsible like too often I'm trying to like mitigate any potential consequences for other people. Oh, I don't want them to be disappointed. I don't want them to waste their money. I don't want them to not get the benefit. I don't want them to be upset with me. All these things worrying about other people's outcomes when that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is if I have a vision for something, execute it faithfully mm-hmm. and then see what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and people, so I mean, there's, you know, you try a new flavor of, of kettle chips. You might not like it. Mm-hmm. And you might tell kettle chips, I don't like these chips. Mm-hmm. But the most they're going to do is either say we're sorry we're working on the flavor or they're going to give you your dollar fifty or two dollars back whatever you spent and that's going to be it right yeah <laughs> they're not going to be like i knew i i shouldn't have i shouldn't have put this flavor of chips out I, i'm a horrible person what's wrong with me it's, they just that's it mm-hmm. and it's like we we so often screen ourselves or um we mm-hmm. mute ourselves before we even get going because we're so nervous about what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like just I we have to get to a place where we just 
you know, go out there in full confidence and faith and trust that the vision God gave us is going to come to pass. Yeah, you kind of make me think about actually several things. Um, one thing I just thought about is how we're trying to teach our daughter with this online class that she's taking with writing, you know, to not self-check herself. So, you know, because mm-hmm. I know that she has these assignments, you know, writing assignments. And um, and often before the class has started, she's already said it's not a good idea. And we hear her telling her teacher, you know, I just need to start over. Mm-hmm. And so I talk, I talk to her after that, since I don't usually hear it a lot, since usually I'm at work when she's in that class. But um, I was telling her, like, look, you're in a class. Like, you are not the teacher. You're the student. So, like, the objective of this class is to help you to be better at writing. So, like, how are you going to get better when you are doing the job of the teacher? You know, you're coming in and you're already kind of, like, taking the role, like, Literally, what she will do is to kind of like look at where you are now and what teach you techniques, look where you are now and kind of point out some different things that kind of help you to be better. So that's literally not going to happen if you just you keep on like, you know, starting over and kind of like checking your own self. Mm-hmm. And that is that is what we do. That's that's what we do. We, um, you know, and, and another thing, man, like. You just kind of realize at some point that you kind of had you had the whole like a totally wrong idea about the way things work in regard to taking risks in life and right and getting you know starting new things going taking new ventures we you know all of us have had these different kind of dreams and things we wanted to do and we assume that the mindset that you have whenever you pursue something I don't know, bold or different or whatever. It's like that things are just going to work out perfectly. You kind of assume that. And then the moment, so the moment that the first kind of like mess up happens or things don't quite look whatever, they don't kind of look the way that you thought they would or things get a little intimidating. Then it's like, oh, I can't do it. It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, but again, I just realized we just had, we, we, uh, we had the wrong idea. Mm-hmm. with a wrong idea that's not the way that stuff works it's like you really have to like you really got to be willing to understand that like you said if something doesn't really work out the way that it's supposed to it's all right you just kind of keep on you keep on trying mm-hmm. you don't you don't let that stuff just kind of totally take away your your peace and your confidence and all that stuff and be like yeah see i knew i knew i couldn't you know fill in the blank i knew i couldn't do that stuff that's for those other people, you know, but it's like, no, it's just that our ideas of what it means to get to a certain place are like, just totally wrong. Mm-hmm. They're totally wrong. Right. And you know, and what Miss, the, the minister was saying today, um, it's like, she, um, she was, um, and I guess I could say Miss Laverne. I mean, it's no secret, but uh, Miss Laverne was saying how, um, gosh, what what was I trying to say? She was saying something. I can't remember exactly specifically what she was saying, but it was something about, um, I guess, like I told her how our our older older daughter how, how she um she said, well, how do we know that God is going to protect us when 
so many bad things happen to other people. And um and definitely like when I told when I talked to our daughter about it, I told her, you know, I, I really don't know why it's like that, but I just trust God. I said, we just trust God that he's going to keep us and that he's with us and everything's going to work out. We just do. We just trust that. But it was a good question, you know, and and Mr. Laverne was saying that we have to be steadfast. And and like I said before, put blinders on like a horse Mm -hmm. and just go forward. Like you, you're trying to get somewhere that's in front of you. There's no need. And you looking from the left and the right and seeing what's going on with everybody else. Like, that's just not what you do. And, like, when she said that, it reminded me of a lot of these books that I read and people I listen to. Um, like, I'm still... <laughs> I've still been reading that darn um, oh, yeah. What Makes the Great Great. I've been reading that thing for, like, since December. So it's going on four months I've been reading that book. I'm Jeez. just a slow read. I don't know why it's taking me so long. I guess I don't have I much time to read. I think you need a paragraph read. at a time. I, 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 I read a section at a time, which is probably... Um, and I read it at night, like, you know, I only have like five or ten minutes to read. But anyway, still reading that book, and he's just talking about all these people who've done these great things and, you know, people who've made all this money or created these big businesses that have changed the world or people who, um, you know, like this guy he talked about who decided he was going to sell um, from one end of the earth to the other. Well, I mean, that's not possible. He was just going to make a... A circle mm-hmm. around the earth mm-hmm. and um did that and you know there's all these different people who did these great things and it's like they decided what they were going to do and they did it and it's like that's what humans can do humans can say i want to do this mm-hmm. and we can make it happen because of our minds like our minds can shape all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. If when humans decide they want to do something, then there's almost nothing. And the Bible is talking. We're talking about that with the Tower of Babel. It's like when they when they put their minds to do something, then there's nothing that can stop them. Mm-hmm. And like we 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 say that sometimes, or we hear it, we see the examples with other people, but for some reason we still allow ourselves to be limited. Mm-hmm. And like. What she said about having those blinders and looking straight forward toward your goal, like that was a reminder to me, like that's what we have to do. There is no reason for us to look to the left or the right. If we, we people, and now I can't remember, um, it's the scriptures that talks about like pe- those people um, are falling from my, on my left and my right side. Oh, yeah. oh yes, and um, I think she said Psalm 91. 91. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a thousand may fall at my left side and um, I don't know. I can't remember it. But yeah, it's like all this calamity is going on around you, but you don't have to look. Mm-hmm. You don't have to look, and I I don't know why we still do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. But yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like we, a lot of times the things that take our peace are the things that we can kind of sense or whatever we see, what we, whatever we hear, we kind of pay attention to the negative. 
and kind of get all caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And just like Peter, you know, whenever him and the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water toward the boat and they were tripping out. Mm-hmm. And, and Peter was like, if it's you, Jesus, tell me to come on out. He's like, come. And he walked out and he was good as long as he was looking at Jesus. But then he started looking at the the waves and all that stuff going on. It's like, this shouldn't be happening. You know, <laughs> what I'm doing, this, this, you know. And so he immediately started sinking because he started paying attention to that. And he started getting caught up in his own whatever. But he wasn't keeping his eyes focused. You know, and you know, the thing is, I feel like sometimes maybe to say that kind of thing, like, you just got to like focus and, you know, you know, focus on Christ and and don't don't um, don't give attention to the negative stuff. It can seem kind of like, OK, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right. To be honest, I'm not saying I have this all right. And Lord knows I don't have it all together because I still, you know, I'm I think I'm better than I used to be. But I still sometimes slip like. I think sometimes the reason that it's so hard for us to um, sometimes like to, to swallow that kind of stuff is because of how how deep we're in it, how deep, how, how much we're in it. So it's hard for us to see our way out. You know, um, how can I what's an analogy or whatever? Because um, I think about this stuff a lot, even with, you know, since I, you know, do the health and fitness stuff you know, health and fitness business stuff or whatever. I think a lot about how a lot of the people that I deal with, they really kind of feel like they can't really see. It's like they can't really see. They know what they want, but whenever they're faced with some of the things that they need to do for it, then they can't imagine themselves doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they can't like, they just can't. And, and like what I try to encourage them with is I just really try to encourage them like, no, like you really can do it. I promise you, you can, you know, your, your, your body is going to be screaming at you and all that kind of stuff. But it's because that's what it's used to. This flesh is like very used to like, usually, usually negative stuff. It's used to like on the health side of things, it's used to indulgence, Mm -hmm. you know, on the fear side of things, it's used to like kind of trying to take things and figure them out, you know? And so like imagining oneself kind of being around stuff and still not being scared or whatever, it's like, that's not going to happen. Like, come on now. There surely is another way, but I think it's because at least partially because our, our flesh is very used to kind of like holding on to stuff. But I think that whenever the, whenever you kind of, try it and pursue it like really pursue it with all your might i believe that you you can get there and it, it might you might not really feel it all at first but i think gradually your flesh will kind of start chilling out and mm-hmm. you know and it'll kind of start it'll start getting used to it then it, it gets more more quiet that right. that's what i believe and it's, but it's based on my own experience mm-hmm. yeah and i mean they were saying that too you know resist the devil and he will flee she actually um had someone read Matthew chapter four and how um, Jesus was, you know, gone, he had gone into the wilderness and the enemy was tempting him with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, I, let me, you can go ahead. Well, look, I'm looking up real quick. Um, so Matthew chapter four, um, 
And I had I hadn't really thought about it that way, but it made sense. It was like, okay, so Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And um it's like all these different things happened. The tempter came to him and said, If you're the son of God, command these stones to become bread. He counted it with the word. It's written, man should not be should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to a holy city. And it's like, if you are the son of God, I'm paraphrasing and skipping stuff. Um, he he said that scripture about, you know, God will give his angels charge over you and in their hands they should bear you up. And Jesus said, it's written again, you should not tempt the Lord your God. So then the devil took him to an exceedingly high mountain. He showed him all the kingdoms and said, if you worship me, I'll give this to you. And then Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him alone, him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him. Mm-hmm. And then the whole angels came and ministered to him. But it's like Jesus explicitly told Satan to go away. Mm-hmm. And and then he did. Mm-hmm. And... um. <laughs> And now I've forgotten why I even started to read that. <laughs> what were you saying? Mm, I don't know. I guess I was I was talking about um the health stuff and oh yeah, you know, like how eventually that stuff will kind of like you you know you you your body your flesh will quiet down. Yeah, those temptations and the things that make you want to go against your goals will will be quiet when we resist them. Mm-hmm. And and explicitly tell them to go away. But like you said, we don't really want to give it up. And that's like the mm-hmm. big thing is like, you know, I mean, I, I speak for myself because like during this pandemic, I've gained some weight. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the, some of the stuff that I'm dealing with now with weight and other things that come related to it. It's stuff I never experienced in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been allowing myself to eat you know, to emotionally eat and to, um, you know, like, oh, well, with all the bad stuff going on in the world, you can eat this donut. And it's like, I don't really care about donuts like that, but to just eat them just because they're there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, poor, poor Veronica, go ahead and get that extra whatever. You know, you you deserve it. Even, even on the, um, somebody got a big old billboard. You saw that? 2020 is hard. Mm-hmm. You deserve a treat or something like that. And it had Throwing all this. milk and cookies? Yeah, milk and cookies. It's a treat yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah, but <laughs> that's yeah, the way that's we're like doing it. hurt yourself. Yeah, it's like yeah. We're, we're telling ourselves, oh, it's okay. Go ahead. So then when you say you want to lose weight, then the messages that we've been telling ourselves for a long time is, it's okay to eat this because I deserve this. I've been having a rough time. But if we say, no, this is my goal. I will not eat this cookie. Throw away the cookies. You know, don't don't allow yourself to buy the little snacks and the treats or whatever it is. Like, if we take that kind of like, no, away from me, Satan. Get away, cookies. You know, if we kind of take that approach, then we will actually, you know, cause those things to flee. But usually we kind of like dance around and like, Oh, I just, I just start, eat in moderation. Yeah, yeah. I'll start later. That's my thing. I'll start on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'll start after this. I'll start after that. 
oh my birthday uh, you know whatever yeah. but it's like instead of being like no you know just get behind me <laughs> yelling at the cookies and yeah. getting them throwing them away and getting them out the house yeah i mean the thing man i don't know it's like i kind of feel like something just got opened up here. <laughs> at the end of the podcast mm-hmm. i guess because the thing is again like even in matters of peace and all that kind of stuff and you know not having peace like it's this flesh man it's this flesh and we're very very used to like giving it the things that it wants and a lot of times the things that it wants are like unfortunately negative it it just is that way and especially depending on how deep you are with doing that kind of stuff and i don't say this out of some sort of holier than thou righteous stuff i say it because i'll still be dealing with that but like and also because in some areas of my life i have had some level of um I've had some successes from time to time. So it's like, I know what it looks like, you know, and I know like I can tell like, for example, again, with the health stuff, you know, like even today I was kind of doing something indirectly related to like health and all that stuff. And like, I was incredibly tempted at some point, but then I was like, no man, like, look, Sean, you already know that you, you can do this. You know, it's a binary decision. It's like ones and zeros. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it, you know, and if you don't do it, then it's like, you know, why not? It's, it's because you I don't know. There's no good reason for it. It's like literally like just like you said earlier, Veronica, like if you're going to do it. That's it. That's it. Put You know, if you need to throw it away, whatever, don't rationalize with it. Just look at it for the very simple decision that it is. And don't think about it. Don't be thinking about it through the lens of your desires. That's the whole Adam and Eve thing. You know, the serpent made them think, made her think twice about that stuff. And then, then the, the next scripture talks about how she looked at the thing and saw it was good for, for eating, good for food. Then she started looking at it as something to eat, you know, but if she had just kind of more so looked at it for like the decision that it was, then, you know, it would have been like, no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not. There's no reason for mm-hmm. me to. I don't. I have no reason to not trust God. Right, right. He's like, God told me this is how I need to do. So I'm just stick with it. And that and is so all, yeah. That, yeah, We and we have to have that attitude. Like, God said it. I believe it or whatever that right, stuff that is. Settles it, yeah. That settles it. And I usually don't like that. But it really does make sense if you just make that decision that that's how you're going to be. Mm-hmm. So, y'all, let's let's choose peace. Let's trust God and believe that what he said is going to happen. Yeah. Pursuing Wholeness is a Back to Basics Health and Wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on 